1: Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Monday. Steve Sipple, Jake Swords in an early break. Interesting show so far. Check out the podcast at ticketfm.com. Always call or text the show at 402-464-5685 and watch on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. 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 As the kids say. Twitter. Twitter.
2: What, what the deal? Elon Musk not, not jumping in there? Yeah,
1: Elon Musk is getting out of Twitter. I don't know the whole story there. I think he wanted to get into, get out of the bots, and then the bots took for too much for him to ki- you know get rid of. Basically, there's a lot of bots, you know, fake Twitter accounts. Yeah, and he thought he could clean it up, but he really couldn't. <laughs> bots, yeah, bots. Are the, I mean, bots are the stupidest thing about. That's like the most unappealing thing about Twitter. This is everywhere. <laughs> I love, I love Twitter. Do you not?
2: Um. All right. No, I mean, I'm on it. I have to be. I'm paid to be. It's the way we deliver. You know, it's like the paper boy now. It is. is. It's like the. It's like the paper like that. Yeah, think about it. It's like it serves as the media paper boy. That's how you distribute your goods, right? Yes. You understand what I'm saying? I never
1: thought about Twitter as a paper boy. Yeah, that that makes sense. You link
2: to the various articles for your enterprise. Yes. You know, there's still delivery of newspaper, um, but this is the modern-day delivery. Does that make it sense? It makes a
1: lot of sense there, Sip. Sure does. Thank you, Jake. Thank you for that, uh, that visual paper boys, Twitter. Yeah. I, I will deliver some stuff to you via Twitter. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, saw this yesterday, oh, over the weekend. This is uh, from Bud, Ed, Bud Elliott of 24-7 Sports. It's called the Blue Chip Ratio, Sip, for 2022. He says, the 15 teams you can actually win – a national title. He writes that winning a, a national title takes a lot of things. It takes coaching, luck, timing, scheduling, and, yes, talent. And it says says sometimes the most talented team in college football is the champion. All right, just get to it. It's
2: simply put, Jake, to win the national championship, okay, to win the national championship, college football team, teams need to sign more four- and five-star recruits than two and three star players over the previous four recruiting classes. Yes. This is an excellent excellent measure. It's it's accurate. It it's simple. It's not hard to understand. Right? That's very easy to understand. To win a national championship and Bud Elliott tracks this. College football teams need to sign more four and five star recruits, blue chips, than two and three star players over the previous four recruiting classes. This rules out all but 15 teams in college football. It and it pretty much effectively rules them out. Yep. You don't want to know.
1: Well, let's get to it. Yeah. You want to know who the teams are that have a chance?
2: Yeah, and give okay. and give us Yeah. the list The 2022 list with the blue chip ratio.
1: Again, the blue chip ratio is this. The teams who have signed more blue chip recruits than non over the last four classes.
2: And the ratio.
1: Yes. All right. Alabama, 89%.
2: Right now, that's the previous four classes. Alabama. (laughs) That's that's an absurd number. Think about that for a second.
1: 89% of four and five star players.
2: 85% of the rosters, essentially, we'll just say it that way.
1: Four and five-star players. Nice. Uh, next, Ohio State at 80% the last four years, four and five-star players in their classes. Georgia, 77%. Oklahoma, 71%. Texas A&M, 70%. Texas, sip, Texas, 68% on the blue chip ratio. LSU, 66%. Clemson, 63%. Notre Dame, 62%. Florida, 60%, and now our final five teams that have a chance to win the title versus uh, compared uh, on the blue-chip ratio list. Oregon has signed 60% of their roster the last four years, uh, four- and five-star blue-chip recruits. Michigan, 59%. Penn State, 55%. Miami, 55%. And Auburn, 54%. Those are apparently the 15 teams that have an actual chance to win the national championship
2: because the blue chip ratio. Yeah,
1: their roster
2: has more four and five star players than two and three star players. But of those fifteen, how many actually <laughs> do you think can can well well everybody can? But what's realistic? What's realistic out of those fifteen teams as far as winning a national title? What's realistic, Jay? Four or five, maybe, right? Alabama's obviously realistic. Ohio State's obviously realistic. Georgia's obviously realistic. Oklahoma, no. Um, Texas A&M, I guess.
1: It's somewhat, somewhat. I'm saying no. I've got three so far.
2: Texas? No. LSU, no. No. Clemson? Yeah, sure. Four. Notre Dame? No. Yeah, I don't know. What are you doing with Notre Dame? They've been in a college football playoff. They
1: haven't done anything there.
2: Okay, no. No, Florida's no. Florida is going to be picked low in that division. Yep. Okay, Oregon, uh, probably not. Michigan. I mean, think about Michigan, Georgia last year.
1: Now Georgia was. I'm going to say Michigan's five. Okay. Yep. Because they, you know, they they beat Ohio State, who's second on this. That's last year. true,
2: but they just got dismantled by Georgia.
1: Like, it was I understand Scary. That. Then why scary? put Ohio State up there then? Yeah, you're right. Put okay. Michigan in there. Yep. Penn, Penn State, State, no. Miami, not yet. I think in two or three years, yes. Auburn. No. So we got we have five teams. If you go by the blue chip ratio, that can actually win the national title. Now it points out there's some teams you thought about in the past that were not in the blue chip. You know, they didn't have more four and five stars than, than, than none, um, like Wisconsin, Baylor, Michigan State, TCU, Utah. No. Cincinnati was in the playoff this past year, but didn't really <laughs> match up with Alabama. They said that was that's one example of a team that would not be on the blue chip ratio here. He says this is from Bud Elliott,
2: twenty four seven Sports. First of all, Cincinnati was the only team in the Final Four last year that wasn't that didn't have a roster that had more and f- more and f- more four and five star players than not. They were the only team in last year's Final Four that didn't have that. They Cincinnati did put nine players in the NFL draft off that. They team. did. Okay, I want you to think about something. Cincinnati put nine players in the NFL draft off last year's team. Alabama bullied them. Bullied them. Alabama said this. We're going to run the ball at you. And you, you can do nothing about it. And that's what, that's what they did. You got your flashy
1: cornerback, Sauce Gardner. We're yeah. not going to throw at him. We're just yeah. going to run at you.
2: Alabama said, we're just going to run it right at you. And they pulverized Cincinnati. That's a team, Cincinnati, with nine draft picks. And a top five pick in, in Sauce Gardner. Now, he writes this, Bud Elliott of 24-7 Sports. At some point, now, you're just looking, if you're a Nebraska fan, for any anything you can grasp onto. Right. Yep. At some point, a team with maybe a high 40s number, a transcendent quarterback, and great injury luck will bust this. It's bound to happen. This almost happened in 2014 with Oregon and Marcus Mariota, an extremely talented Cincinnati team with with a record nine players drafted, made the college football playoff last year, but was two wins away from winning it all. Nebraska, so people are going to wonder, what's Nebraska's blue-chip ratio? What's the ratio of Nebraska, what's Nebraska's ratio of players, four-star and five-star players compared to two- and three-star players? It's not good. You don't want to hear it, especially in the last two years or the last two classes that you'd count in this, which I'm counting 21 and 22, not 2023 20, Yeah, because those players don't matter right, right. now. Yep. I'm counting 2021 20, and 2022. 20, the ratio in 2021 was 25%. Four, 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 four and five-star players versus 16, two, and three-star players. Does that make sense to you? 2022 is 12.5%. Two, two, four, or five, two, four-star players is what we're talking about, and 16, three-star players. Nebraska hasn't had two-star players. It's all three-star players. But the ratio in the last two years isn't close. Now, the classes of 219 and 220, you were it, – it, Nebraska had 11 four-star recruits in the class of 2019, 15 three-stars. That's 73.3%. That's the ratio you're looking for. 2020, it was, it was 10, 10 four-star recruits, 15 two, three-star recruits. That's 66 point six percent that's what you're looking for and then it tailed off though and because it tailed off one of the reasons that Nebraska has 15 transfers in on campus right now from the portal is because it tailed off Be, is because that ratio went
1: down precipitously doc says this in the text line DOCK okay four six four five six eight five. If it's not very good, then why has the local media been hyping up the previous three to four recruiting classes under Scott Frost? Well,
2: because that's what you do. Here's, I mean, that's an interesting question, to <laughs> Is that the right answer for because, that question? I mean, what you find, and it's. That's what you do. It's the normal course of things. When a player commits to Nebraska, you're not going to. What kind of media member would. Would say, oh, that's a bad, that's a bad pickup. You never hear that,
1: right? Never heard it ever before. No,
2: you don't hear that. You're not going to hear that. And you shouldn't I don't think you should hear that. It's a kid coming out of high school with some, like, 55-year-old curmudgeon going to bust up his dreams. So you never see that. And and what are recruiting rankings? What's recruiting evaluation? What's it play to? Hope. Hope always sells, Doc. It always sells. It'll never not sell. So that's why Jake is wary of it. Why I'm kind of wary of it too. But as Bud points out,
1: Those rankings are accurate. Yeah, this this is how the champions have, you know, the last, how have the stats performed in the past. In 2021, Georgia had an 80% blue chip ratio and won the title game. So that's impressive. 2020, Alabama, 83% champions. 83. 2019, LSU, 64%. Clemson, 2018, 61%. Okay, it's in this top 15 here. Alabama, 80% in 2017. Clemson, 2016 was a little low, 52%. That'd Yeah, be like the last number 15, basically, Mm -hmm. in that list. Uh, 2015, Alabama, 77%. 2014, Ohio State, 68% on the blue chip ratio. 2013, Florida State was pretty low, 53%. And 2012 and 2011, Alabama, both at 71% blue chip ratio.
2: Recruiting rankings as Bud... Elliott of 24-7 points out are not accurate, Doc. Or not perfect. Not perfect. I didn't, I didn't mean accurate. I mean not perfect, but they are damn good. He, he notes, Bud Elliott notes, four, listen to this, Jake, okay. four and five star recruits are about 10 times more likely to be drafted in the first round than their two and three star counterparts. Four- and five-star recruits are 10 times more likely to be drafted in the first round than their two- and three-star counterparts. And five-star players are 33 times more likely to be All-Americans than two-stars are. Those stars do matter. I'll never say they don't. What I just say is they're a data point. They're a data point. Now, how much you assign to that data point, that becomes a very subjective conversation, right? Maybe I don't assign a lot to it as a defense mechanism. Because I know that Nebraska, it is hard for them to stock their roster consistently to a point where they have more four-star players than three-star players. It it just hasn't happened very often here. Where you have a a 80, like 89, let's not say 89, that's Alabama right now. Let's say 80% of your roster is four- and five-star players?
1: 80%. Think about that for a second, Nebraska. 80%? Well,
2: you can't. I mean, let's say 80% of your signees. Signees, because we're not taking into account walk-ons, which you don't see four-star walk-ons. Uh, i seen three-star. How about 80% of your signees are four- or five-star players? Can you see that happening at Nebraska? 80%. Can you see 70%?
1: No. I mean, they'd have to. They'd have to start winning significantly more to do that. Right. So right or have now, any chance at that.
2: Right now, you you're counting on, as Bud Elliott points out, Oregon in 2014 had a transcendent quarterback in Marcus Mariotti. You got to get it. Try to get a transcendent quarterback. We thought for a period that Adrian Martinez might be that guy. We thought that in his freshman season, right? Oh my yeah. God, we might have a transcendent yeah, quarterback. We thought, yeah, sure, we did. We did for a period. And you also need to have. A lot of injury luck, meaning you you can't lose your key guys. You can't lose guys. That's how you would bust this trend.
1: Well, what could also bust the trend is the transfer portal.
2: So far,
1: yeah, it's just so early in the transfer portal's history that it's
2: hard. But Elliott writes this. But LF 247 24-7 sports. It's hard to measure how much the transfer portal affects this conversation because the transfer portal is only two years old. Yeah, but
1: I think it will affect it. I, I mean- think
2: so. Although he points out the transfer portal, you're generally just filling gaps in your roster. That's what you're trying to do. Would be taking 16 guys? Well, Nebraska, <laughs> unless you're a coach on a hot seat okay. and unless you're a coach taking over a program sure. that was decimated. Sure. But Alabama is not relying on the transfer portal for anything but filling holes. Yeah,
1: they're not. Yeah, they're not leaning on it.
2: In fact, what the transfer portal does for people who say that evens the playing field, I say no, you're wrong. It doesn't even the playing field, because Alabama can just okay. Alabama has got a a, a well stocked roster. If they happen to have a couple holes, what does Alabama do? They go to the transfer portal portal and fill those holes immediately. It is like it's the reverse of what happens in the NFL with the draft. The good teams draft last in the NFL. Do you understand? Yes, I do. Oh, yeah. In college football, Alabama doesn't draft last. Alabama wins the national title and then drafts first. Yeah, draft first,
1: yeah. The rich get richer.
2: Right. Georgia wins the national title and then drafts first. Yep. Effectively. Yeah. Right? It's the reverse of the NFL. So, no, there's no – it's not – the transfer portal's not creating parity. No, it's not. It's not creating parity. If Ohio State has a hole to fill, they're going to the transfer portal and they're elite. getting a player. And Do you think that player is – I mean, come on, he's got to be more apt to pick Ohio State than a team that's ranked 50th or 40th yep. or yep. 30th. Yep, It's the reverse of the NFL. that makes sense to you?
1: It does. It just gives you a chance at their scraps a little bit. Mm. I mean – I'm not. I'm not referring to the, the Bama players. Nebraska got his scraps by any means. They're going to be a big part of the roster. You know, mm-hmm. Stefan Win this year will be a big part. Kane Williams maybe in the future will be a big part. Yeah, but those are guys that Bama is not going to miss. No, like they they've got guys better than them. They they got more guys coming in. The guys in the roster better than them. It's not a huge. It's not a loss to them at yeah, all. Yeah, it's a. I mean, we're in a. Our big gain is a, is nothing to them. The playing field's not even. No, everybody so. knows it.
2: But, see, what do you do if you're a Nebraska fan? How do you reconcile that in your mind? Here's how you reconcile it. Well, Here's how you reconcile it right now at this moment. We've got to win the West. Just win the West. The West is manageable.
1: That's As I said, the step has always been that for Nebraska. The West is going away. It should have always been that step.
2: But it's, that's all going away. Then what are we going to be saying? We don't know because we haven't contemplated it too much, right? Because we don't even know where it's going. No, we don't. It'd be nice to... Wouldn't it be sort of nice in your mind right now if you could just say the Big Ten's going to stay like it is indefinitely, and our Nebraska's goal will be to win the West
1: going forward? Now I don't know what you're going to do,
2: right? I don't know to, what the goal is going to be.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think you could just set a goal to make a bowl game. That's that's not that's not enough <laughs> for this program. I mean, not, again, they right haven't made in five years, but if that's if that's the permanent goal, <laughs> right now. um, that's it
2: right now. Yeah, but, this but not year, the permanent goal. This
1: year, the goal is to make a bowl game and hopefully maybe compete for the West because the division is gettable. But understanding that, hey, step one is six wins. And then everything beyond that is stuff we expect to get, but we have to get to six.
2: Yeah. I mean, you have to get to where Kansas State is.
1: Yeah.
2: Kansas State, you know what they did? They got in the Texas Bowl last year and stomped LSU. Now, think about Nebraska getting in the Texas Bowl, the lowly Texas Bowl. But... Improving to eight and five, which I think that's what Kansas State eight finished. Eight and five, yep. With a win against LSU. Now, think about how satisfying that would be for Nebraska. You get to the Texas Bowl and you batter a program like LSU. You'd feel pretty good, right?
1: You're, you, at right now, you take eight and five, sure.
2: With a win against LSU in the Texas to, to Bowl to end the
1: season, yeah.
2: We'd be riding high. That's all. Right now, that's what we're at. That's where we're at. So the blue chip ratio—that's for other people. That's for other people. Oh,
1: that's that's tough to say like that, but yeah, it is. That's for them. We will just watch from a distance and see how it goes for y'all.
2: You just want to—if you're in Nebraska, maybe the hope is you get your ratio to fifty percent, and then and then get that quarterback that you need, and stay healthy, and maybe you could bust through and getting that fourteen playoff. It can happen. That can happen.
1: Yep. Jake. Yep. It can happen. Um, P. Deddy says regarding Nebraska's four stars, how many of those four stars actually transferred out of? Well, that's
2: then it really complicates the discussion, but but that's a complicator everywhere. Right. Just, you just got to go by signees and then, and then don't make it too complicated from there. But of course that's a complicating factor.
1: Uh, four six four five six eight five. Call or text as always. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, Matt G says so. Dot 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 dot. Nebraska has no chance if we even made it to the playoffs. Well,
2: now, okay.
1: That's yeah, Cincinnati. But Cincinnati that's everybody. Wasn't a blue chip team, but I mean, hey, that's they got not, there. That's
2: we just said. We went through the 15 teams that have a ratio of players that's 50 percent or greater in terms of four- and five-star players on your roster. 50% of your rosters, 50-plus percent of your rosters comprise of four- and five-star players. There's 15 teams. We just went through that. Of those 15 teams, what do you say, five or six, actually have a chance I to win five. the national top? Ta- five.
1: It, it, so so Nebraska's five.
2: in the group of 125 that don't. Everybody else. Yeah. So, I, I mean, don't make it just a Nebraska conversation. Nebraska's just in a bunch of – is amid a bunch of teams that don't have much of a chance based on the blue chip ratio, which, by the way, has been very accurate. Yeah, that's it. That's our lot in life right now. Now, I'm not saying it'll stay that way. Again, if Nebraska can push its ratio close to 50% and have a great quarterback, maybe you can, you can break through. Maybe you catch Georgia-Alabama down. Maybe. Yeah.
1: It's the great maybe.
2: Michigan got in. Michigan put itself in position in the college football playoff. But ran up against a Georgia team that was crazy good.
1: Georgia's not always going to have a defense like that. No. That was an incredible defense. Yeah. And their D.C. is now the head coach at Oregon. Dan Lanning. Dan Lanning. So, I'm sure they'll still be fine. But that guy is gone new guy in when we come back uh, the all-star break has hit us in MLB baseball and I feel very 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 bad for one team in particular and I want you to think about this as a Nebraska perspective when I come back with this okay next on early break of the ticket.